Man, I, as good as I can be in the quarantine, <laughs> or whatever this is supposed to be. Man. It don't look like quarantine when I'm out in the street, but that's all right, I guess. Speaking of which, let's jump on that. Folks trying to go back to work, and they protesting. <laughs> how you, how you feel about that, guys? About them protesting, about trying to go back to work? Yeah. So, so I, got, I got mixed feelings. I understand that, you know, you're not getting the money that you've been promised to get by the government. Small businesses, you know, they have all these stipulations. They can't get the money. Um, people have been out of work for what has been, what, a month almost, right? Yeah. It's almost um, 13th. Yeah. So that's a struggle. I understand that. However, the bigger picture is we're trying to flatten the curve. So I think you do need to stay in for a little bit more, just kind of, so they figure this thing out. Because apparently when I'm watching TV, they ain't, there's nothing they figured out just yet. So. No, you're right about that. There's, there's, there's been nothing that's been concrete or solid that's been said about how to combat this at all besides, you know, flattening the curve, just try to slow it down. Right. Because it's not completely a respiratory, um, you know, virus. Because when I look at the COVID is also, um, you can get, they cause blood clots. So a lot of these things that people are having are, you know, caused by some, could be caused by some blood clots, not just in the lungs, but in other places. But I think that's just, and I learned that today at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, and I've and I seen something where um, somebody gave a, a statement on, on Trump's team's behalf talking about the classification of COVID deaths. They were saying that no matter pretty much how you die at this point, if you do have COVID, if you test positive for that, you will be listed as a COVID death. Okay. Yeah. Did, I, did you uh, see the Daily Egyptian where I think the Daily Egyptian's uh, uh, news reporting company out of Carbondale, SIU Carbondale. And there was a lady protesting here in Springfield. She gave her a full name and she said she worked at uh -oh. SIU School of Medicine and she said they was fudging the numbers. The numbers been fudged. <laughs> China China started that. She, so so number one, fudging she's the even, numbers, what are we saying? Yeah. So she's saying she was out there protesting, saying that we should have, we should let these people go back to work because the numbers, they're fudging the numbers, saying that there's more deaths than there sh that than, than there really are, or more cases than there really are. So is there more and control? That? So she, she's either absolutely crazy or she's telling the truth. So she's whistle all I know is on Monday <laughs> she probably didn't have a job. That's oh, no, all she, I know. Probably no. not. Now, would Let's, I say would I say that's far from the truth? Absolutely not. I mean, I'm not surprised about anything these days. Right, right. Not at all. At, at this point, anything's possible. But like, 
Because at first I got kind of hot. I was like, what? You can't say that. And then I was like, well, maybe she can say that. Maybe she ain't lying. I've been saying it. Like I said, I have a coworker whose son lives in Korea. And what we started dealing with in mid to late March, no, 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 early March, early mid-March, they've been dealing with since December and, and November. So she's been seeing this and he's been telling her, you know, these numbers are higher than they're giving you, which makes sense anyway. Mm-hmm. Don't tell us all the whole truth. It's mm-hmm. not beneficial. I, I don't know, but uh, she ain't got no job. She ain't had no job the next day. Well, she couldn't that. go to work anyway, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> work anyway. It's like this. It's like, where do you stand, or where do where do you fall in line at? It's, you know, the original amount of deaths that they had projected, we haven't reached that. So this is what people are basing. Okay, we should be able to reopen. That's what their thought process is, right? So if you prematurely go back out and we haven't had all the, you know, a lot of testing, any type of, you know, vaccination or type of anything to combat this besides social distancing you're going to get that number then that that was originally shot because if you you didn't get it the first time you know for a fact people will get reinfected or that would restoke the infections of people mm-hmm. being infected I, I think it's going to be i don't know man I think it might be if they're talking about doing it, uh, it might be too early. Exactly. So just that's what I was getting at. So what did they say? What? 200,000 deaths that they projected to be originally the first time. So mm-hmm. we're at about 30 or 40 now. Thousand. Mm-hmm. So what if we got a 200,000 right now? Would you go back to work? I don't think those people would be saying nah. the same thing. No, I think they're I think they're crazy. But I I understand. Again, I understand it. I understand the, the economic point of it. Sure. Right. But that's but the is, only yeah. part. Of it. That's the only part I understand because well, what are we talking about? This this is human life mm-hmm. that we're talking about, and yeah. it's not you know. I think people are only able to say that just bluntly like that because there's, you know, nothing's been affected on their end. If it's affected, because, you know, really, man, you know, it's just perception. Everybody's writing and wrong, you know, because if I'm walking down the street and you guys talking like that and I had a grandma or something pass, you might get punched in the face talking that, you know, like. to throw a rock you know so i don't know man it's it's crazy i think my initial thought process of people out there doing that they are crazy but i get it so my thought is when we do get is this going to become our new normal and then also if if it's supposed to as they say supposed to go away in summer and then return back in winter, are we gonna go through this same thing in winter? And so if it comes back in winter, not only do we'll have, we'll have COVID, but we'll also have flu season. 
So my thing is like with the kids, like, you know, I feel for these kids that's missing graduations and people who done got like doctorates and stuff can't walk across the stage, even though, you know, their accomplishments aren't supposed to be, you know, belittled or whatever. But I mean, I feel for them. I mean, how things are right now, can we really see or really say that this looks or can actually be our new normal? I think like we wear, we wear masks all the time. We got to get counted to go into the grocery store now. Stuff like that. I think a version of that, Asian, yeah. Even watching Asians wear masks forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forever. Also with their environment and that population of people. You think about their social distancing at that billions of people you know so it could be our new normal plus I, I, i'm if, actually if you, oh go ahead well no, i'm just saying if there's something in the air or out there i found myself wearing my mask last uh week you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. now we're forced to wear the mask to go in somewhere or we could be refused service you know mm-hmm. so it's, it's it's tightening up you know some people walking down the street with a mask and you ain't even with nobody you know yeah I don't wear it around the house, but when I go into the gas station, there's other people in there who ain't in my house. Right. All of, all of us got the same right. up in here. You got to be the same atmosphere, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how I mean. That, that atmosphere is kind of different. Yeah. Me, my baby, and my, my, my wife and dog, we all got the same hot breath up in here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs> same ones. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm. I, I think also, you know, what this COVID pandemic has exposed was like the systems that we have in the United States, from mm. our banking to business mm. to education mm. to healthcare. Oh yeah, you name it. The systems have been stressed, mm-hmm. and we found our our breaking and weak points in those. That's that's also a scary thing because some of those systems you're talking about are still kind of pushing right now. And when you see them stressed, now you tighten them back up. All this curbside service, how are all these kids getting computers and doing work from home? We can get our our graduate our, uh, our diploma online now, you know, from Phoenix. Mm-hmm. That, you know what I'm saying? Oh. That was a question I had. Is there a time in you guys' life that you can see where a person could obtain a high school diploma online. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. I think we miss the connection of people. The experience. Yeah, the experience, like being connected. So like I'm in school, right? And so I miss my, I miss my classmates. Like when we get together, we kind of have like these, we throw around ideas, we're talking about class, it gets my brain going, it gets me shifting, it gets me moving, and it's kind of hard to kind of do that through, you know, like a Zoom session that we have just for class. So I kind of miss, I mean, I maybe because I'm an extrovert, and so that's kind of hard for me because sometimes I get my energy being around people. It's and real so, energy. I, yeah. did, Transfer- I, I did online, uh, I, got, I I did online uh, college, and it I would have rather gone to school to the physical school, and I think it's even harder. I think it's harder uh, to get your degree from at home because there's just distraction. You know, I can either go watch TV, or I can go 
yeah. get on this phone or I can do this homework that could sit here and nobody ever mess with me about it. You know, it's just, <clears throat> it's, it's, it, I think it's harder. And I, I think it would be harder for kids to get their, if it did go to that, I think it would be harder to do because again, that connection, all of that, it's, it's all, it's all energy, you know? See, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that it would be more difficult for children. Like for my, like for instance, my daughter, she's taking to the online sessions. I asked her about it today. She's like, it's fine. I mean, it's, I mean, obviously she misses her friends, but mm-hmm. I think that no, no tinfoil hat here, but I think that our children have been adapted to the technology of their time mm-hmm. to the point where the transition seems a lot smoother or is a lot smoother than what it seems from an adult perspective. That makes yeah. sense. I can agree with that. I think, I think though, when it comes to getting help on, on something that you don't know, that's, oh, that's the teacher. I know, but Direct. like you know, some no of these teachers, the though, man, it depends on the teacher too, bro. Because mm-hmm. though, <clears throat> all I can say is this: them teachers where I was at, they'll give you a Khan Academy video and be like, "Go look at that," That's, and you'd I be mean, like, "What? Mm-hmm. Ain't no questions. You just keep watching right. that video. <laughs> right. Keep watching like, the screen. This is crazy, <laughs> bro. I'm, like on, on real talk, I almost." I got like a D in my math class because it was just like go to Khan Academy and do the fractions and learn from this. And then you (laughs) tell the dude, he's, oh, I was gone. Uh, When's the assignment due? Sunday night at 11.59 p.m.? No, man. It's dehumanization. It it that it depends, man. On the because man, it's it's harder for them. It's harder for the teachers. I I'm talking to teachers, you know, through Zoom sessions, and they're like, "I got kids, so I got to do mm-hmm. their classes. I got to come and teach you guys your classes, and I got three kids." So, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> and all and all, and all of these online, tough, all of the all the, all of these online things are scheduled. Especially if you've got an age gap with your kids, it's scheduled. You know, different times. Time. Exactly, it's different times. It's you know, they're right now they're having Zoom meetings. My kids are having Zoom meetings. Mm. Yeah. Every day. Different. That's different. It's different. Yeah. yeah, with 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 the entire hey, class. There's no demolition man, bro. <laughs> it's about to be demolition there, man. There's no more snow days. There's there nope. is no how, how you, there better not how be. How you, how you gonna how you gonna call off what your phone don't work? <laughs> Hey, yeah, you better do that on screen. I'm actually if you're trying I'm, to get the day off. <laughs> I'm actually more scared about what's gonna happen after the, all of this is supposed to be done. That's that's what scares me the most because new rules, new regulations. Like, that was a question I wanted to I wanted to ask Tyra that specifically is exactly that. Tyra, how do you feel about uh, I'm sorry, Ms. Jones, how do you feel about um, the aftermath? Exactly what he's saying, the aftermath. How are people going to 
I mean, are we talking PTSD? Are we talking- Where's our mental health going to be at? Yes. So glad you brought that up. So right now we're trying to handle the mental health of people today. I have a lot of patients who, um, who depend on their counseling sessions and there's a lot of them. So the population I work with are like homeless and they're like very low income. So they, when you tell them about a smartphone or you tell them about let's do a zoom, they don't know anything about that. So I think the plan would be for us to try to do our best to get them stabilized. And we have put some things in place as far as counseling and getting other people things that they need. Um, through my job and stuff. So the plan would be to try to keep them as normalized as possible right now um, and get them stable. So when all of this is over, we can still kind of mentally, you know, still counsel them and have them be in a mentally good place, even when all of this is over, because then we're going to have to step in and transition them. So we, we have stood in and we transitioned them from this was your normalcy. You came in, you got counseling, you know, we had all of this. Now you got to stay at home. Now, you know, we have more frequent people having nervous breakdowns. We have more people in their mental health just not doing well. You still hear people, you know, people with suicidal tendencies and stuff like that because they just can't, you know, they just can't get, they can't just trans, trans, transition easily. So you think of somebody who's schizophrenic and they get lithium on a regular basis and they get counseling and then all of this stops. So the first thing they're going to do is how am I going to get my medication? How am I going to keep counseling? How are we going to keep doing this? And so we have to put, put something in place. So we have to try to do our best to keep them kind of like stable. So when it's over, we can, it's going to have to step in again. And like I said, we're going to have to transition them mentally to whatever this new norm is going to be because we don't know it, right? Mm. So, so that's the challenge that we have had. But however, we do have, um, we do have a COVID hotline for SIU. And a lot of people don't know this, but um, if you call in and you mention that you need mental health services or if you need like food or if you need anything, then they will send you to an area, the area where I work in, where are pandemic health workers. So you would either go to a place, um, a line where somebody can bring you food and drop it off at your porch, or um, they go to the food pantries, they get you like the gloves and all of that. Or if you need counseling, then you go into a line where you can talk to somebody right then. Hmm. And so, um, and that's open Monday through Sunday. So Monday through Friday is eight to five and Sunday, Saturday and Sunday is nine to five. Have you had any of your clients uh, or your patients test positive for COVID-19? Not yet. Well, I would say not yet. No. <laughs> so I hate to put that yet because I don't want to put right. that on. Right. So no, I have. I haven't. Our biggest thing right now is um, getting like their biggest thing right now is their meds because a lot of people have to get switched over to a pharmacy who now delivers. So at first we were taking them their medicine. So it was like, don't leave the house, we'll bring you medicine. And then we were like, don't leave the house, we'll bring you food. So I was going to Salvation Army. I was getting food from the food pantries for my clients. I was dropping them off. All right. 
then we came and just now we have just one big um like one big group that does that for people now hmm. so and you know when you're doing that then you're still gonna have to you know it's, it was still hard because they're still starting to kind of transition because like some of my clients will come to the clinic just because that was their way of getting out of seeing people of getting yeah. around just being that was their socializing you know, to come to say hi to people in the clinic, how y'all doing, how your mama doing, all of that. And then they would, you know, and then they would leave, they get their food because we have food at the clinic and then they would leave. But a lot of them are now like isolating themselves. I just, one of the other people, someone just went to the hospital. So I got, but I was like, I can't get up there because they ain't gonna let me get up there to see you. So, you know, it's just, it's just hard on them too. And then it's hard on us because we hate to see Stuff like that happened to them and you really yeah. can't go and you can't touch them and I've built I've built these relationships with these people and I can't go and talk to them face to face or do home visits like I used to do so that kind of that kind of sucks the stuff we don't hear about the stuff you don't hear about yeah especially yeah. when you know people need support the most we we can't reach out and support people like we're accustomed to yeah Mm -hmm. She's a caregiver, so she's that's her job, you know. I'm a I'm a school teacher, so interaction is what we do. Mm -hmm. I've seen, I've probably seen all but one of my kids during this. I've taken some food by, not to pat myself on the back, but you know, you check up on them and see what's up. Because mm -hmm. you, I mean, I'd be doing it if it was during the school year, and and when you think about it, when you really think about it, I see them more than I see my own kids. You know mm -hmm. that that five and a half, whatever, six hours a day, five days a week, I'm seeing them more than anything, you know? So when I don't get to see them, you know, the weekend is cool, but this is a long weekend, you know? This is a long break. I've been over it, <clears throat> but. Yeah. When, I call my, when I call right. my patients, they talk to me. Like I talked to the one the other day and he just, and I just stayed on the phone with them because I knew he had a concern, but then I knew he just needed some human contact. Yeah. Like he just needed to talk because he in the house by himself. Yeah. So he talked to me about whatever and I stayed on the phone with him. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm not doing nothing while I was working, but I stopped what I was doing so I can have a conversation with him because he hasn't, he hasn't had any contact with anybody else. And so this could be that. And then one time I call, I was trying to call one of my patients and I called a wrong number. And this woman talked to me and she was like, she was scared to death. She didn't know what she was going to do. So I was like, okay, Lord, you had me go to the, call this woman. And here I'm now I'm talking to you, talking to her, calming her down. And I don't even know what her name was. I just had, it was a random number. I, I was a number off for my patients, but I thought that was, I said, I, you know, that was divine because yeah. she just started to talk to me and I listened. <laughs> Kind of like the young man where the, the grandma sent the text message, come to Thanksgiving. He's like, <laughs> I'm not your grandson. But he had went to Thanksgiving the next four years in a row. Did you see that? Her husband died of COVID-19. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I did see that. I think we're getting to the point where we are, um, when, you, when you pay attention to it, the things that we're missing and the desires that we have are the things that we take for granted, you know, seeing other people, being able to talk face to face and have a conversation, you know, 
and and like the the human contact the things that we need like a baby needs to be held needs to be touched needs to hear your voice you know and like you said your guy just wanted to talk because he's in the house alone i'm in the mm-hmm. house with my wife and kid and i think we get on each other's nerves a little bit <laughs> i mean but if I, was, if I was alone i would have nobody you know right. mm-hmm. but you know none of the protesters that they've shown on tv that's that's not what they're saying. They're all protesting the fact that they want to go back out and be able to spend money or make money. Let me ask you a question. How, how brown are they, is their skin? You, ain't, you don't see that. You don't see us out there, out there doing Well, that. the thing is this, too. The thing is this, too. You put, you I saw Theo Hughley made a post on Instagram to the effect of if those corners were full of brown or black people, police would be out there. What? So this, so, but but peep this. This is what I got a question about. Then why is I'm gonna just say it? Why is Sean Gregory making a video talking about people need to stay home, and I don't see any other aldermen's doing it? So, in my opinion, that's like he's speaking to black people, telling us to stay home, giving the impression to everybody that sees it that we disobeying or we're not honoring a stay-at-home order. Mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of people out on the east side in War Two, and not only that. So who's the guy that uh, he's not the Surgeon General that speaks for Trump, the black guy, the ball brother, head. the ball yeah, I head. He, exactly. I thought he wasn't. He's not the Surgeon he's General. The Sur- okay, so excuse me, the Surgeon General. So when he gives his basically stay at home spill, he's talking about Big Mama and Pop Pop instead of talking regular. Abuela, he came at us. Jerome, <laughs> Michael Adams. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> but we not the ones in the footage, hey, in, in the beaches and stuff. We ain't out there. We ain't no. out in Florida kicking it. Why, you know, and all of that. Stop drinking. Stop smoking. Think of your me mom and your pop pop. Well, meanwhile, hey, Tom Brady's down in Tampa in a park working out. <laughs> Todd. Hey, you know what? <laughs> hey, hey, Tom. Keep it up. Uh, keep it up. We need you. If if we ever play these games, you you hey. stay right there in that part. Ben told us we need to stay home. But no, but like, but you, but you're right. So you got examples of a, a Tom Brady in the park doing whatever he wants to do, and then I just seen where. Uh, a police, uh, uh, you know, police officers arrested um, a mother in front of her children for playing in the park. Well, later that night, uh, pretty much a, a mob of people surrounded his house. Hmm. Yeah. Cough. What are what you do you doing? Man? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You trying to cause, uh, you trying to enforce martial law, sir? Stop. <laughs> Come on. Tell her to man. go on. Tell her to go home. <laughs> you detained her. You had to take mm-hmm. her kids. It's way too much. Tell her she needs to go home. Right. So that he, he, yeah. He There's won't. a lot of times it's not being prosecuted right now if it's not too serious. Well, but on the flip side of that, could you imagine what happened if you assembled a, a crew of people and surrounded a police officer's house because they arrested you or arrested your wife or sister? Mm-hmm. What would happen to you? I don't know that many people. I'd be calling y'all. <laughs> We'd be on four sides. 
Hey, and, and you're going to get about one to two that say they're going to do it, and then none of us. Be- <laughs> I mean, but just think of that. Just just think of that. They were able to amass 10 to 12 people because this lady was arrested. She was wrong. For being in the park. And, you know, there's unarmed people that get murdered, and that doesn't happen. Right. Right. It's a the mindset's different. But then again, you you just see like a lot of these things, like I think what I think Sean said, like a lot of these or whomever, a lot of these systems, you're starting to see a lot of things like exposed. We already knew that, you know, with the crime, that's where they we were gonna be a target. We and I think like now, even with the health disparities that we have now, you know, why is it? that we see a lot of African-Americans dying from this virus. Why is it that that is, because I'm sure there's a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of white folks dying too. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to be like non-sympathetic or anything. However, why is it that um, that is being, that is spotlighted, that is, you know, it's continually to be exposed and nobody is like doing anything. Like you knew, you know, African-Americans don't get the same considerations when it comes to healthcare, you know? So why are we like, okay, so all these people are dying from COVID and African-Americans. Okay. That's the case, but we'll, but where's the action behind that? Like, how are we going to fix that issue? Because it's just been talk. Like we talk about it all the time, but where's the action behind it? Where does that begin? And that's a question. Um, that's not rhetorical. I'm asking y'all. <laughs> well, it, well, if personally, if we could just go back the last, you know, eight years, whatever, it kind of happens when you have, um, and, and it's not electing a politician to a position because somebody black in a position of power doesn't mean empowerment for us. But mm-hmm. if you look at things like Obamacare, and then when that comes about, and then we have this new administration tearing that down. And not even taking into consideration that, you know, well, Obama put it up, so it must be for us. But it's a lot of white Americans who are affected by, uh, by that. So that undercut right there, and then the fighting on the right and the left, you know, mm-hmm. it, should, it should be uh, conversations. But this is, I mean, you know, you you blocking my shot. We're on the same team, you know? Mm-hmm. So that kind of happens. But also, whites are a minority on this planet. This planet is dark. And, I mean... If you have a, if you have something like this, you know, you, you talk about population, planet population control. Like I said, most of this planet is dark. Whites are a minority. So, I mean, I mean, you, there's a lot of questions, but it, it, a lot of it has to come with the power too. I mean, just to me personally, the control, you know, we take care of these people, you know, like Trump said, let's open up these states and send these folks to work. Well, you send Jared to work. You see, you send, what's the little dude's name? Uh, Bronson, whatever the heck, you know what I'm saying? But that's not what happened. You're saying you guys can go back to work, but y'all good. I know. Right. And, and we know that we are all expendable, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to governments and things like that. So I can't put my finger exactly on it, but it just, you know, the, the, the question of why are the, the black communities, when something happens, then it gets undercut, funding goes other places, you know, it's a design. It's, it's, it's one of those isms. Hmm. 
<laughs> it is. It is. It, it, I mean, you it look at our, big, all of that time. Exactly where you were going with the education. And like, like you said, Tyra, uh, it, it's, it's the allocation of resources initially anyway. So like we said, these systems have been stressed. So when it comes to anything that was going to be in a, you know, a urban type environment, it's definitely not going to get addressed the way that it would normally be addressed in another community. There's just going to not have enough for that then. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to highlight that to portray, like we're saying, this image of, you know, black people not taking, not taking care of themselves. It because because it comes down to this, it comes to pre-existing conditions and it comes mm -hmm. down to your immune system. And then again, you have the Surgeon General talking like he was talking. And then to bring it to a more local resource, what I said about Alderman Gregory, and that's mm -hmm. no pun on him, but Not why isn't, why haven't all the aldermen speak to their wards that way? Like Malcolm said, mm -hmm. they'll send yours to, to, to kill you. You got a black man telling us to stop smoking and drinking. So my mom and pop pop, you know, and we have, like you said, those pre-existing diabetes, the asthma, high blood pressure. That's that runs rampant in our uh, in our neighborhoods, in our community. Is it really fair to ask somebody? See, my thoughts are different to like stop smoking and stop drinking. That may be the way that they cope. And sometimes and that's just real. So sometimes you see a lot of substance abuse when it comes after um, it's what they call adjustment disorder. So you have a stressor, which is a pandemic. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to, you don't know what's happening. You don't know if you're going to get it. You know, you hear all of this different stuff in the news and stuff. And so like now I got to adjust that I can't do A, B, and C. I can't go and be here or do this or go there. So a lot of times people turn to marijuana, people turn to, you know, to like alcohol and stuff, which is running, actually, which is running rampant right now. I see a lot of, I see a lot of substance abuse. And as though you want to tell somebody that, you know, that is not good for you or, you know, who, how, who am I to say that? that's how you have that you can't cope that way you know um i didn't see all of his video i kind of seen that he did a video i didn't really listen to it that much. i didn't i didn't listen to it at all but um that's my those are kind of like my thoughts and kind of like when i work with people now you know like dude that was on the phone he was just like he he got anxiety he's like i'm finna go smoke a joint well man well get off the phone go do what you got to do you know <laughs> i mean i can't yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna be here because i don't i can't tell you how to cope i'm here to like advise you or not even to advise you because a lot of my counseling sessions they come up with their own their own answers i just know the what the questions to ask them to prompt them to come up with their own solutions so then that take take ownership and now they're hold, now i can hold them accountable for stuff that they said but um but yeah i just i just think that this is just one of those one of those times you know that 
I had, like he said that, I was just like, you know what, I just got to let him make it. I think it was the key words. Because if, if you listen to, you remember uh, T.I.'s song, he goes, I've been smoking and I've been drinking. Well, you can put us in that category, smoking and drinking. You didn't say nothing about meth. You didn't say nothing about coke. <laughs> you know, I'm real. You say smoking and drinking, that's, you know, and we, and we talking about weed, not necessarily cigarettes, which, mm -hmm. which is legal now. It's funny mm -hmm. how you want to stop smoking it, but it's legal now, and you made 11 million in the first weekend to your advantage. You know what I'm saying? Remember when we was having them budget issues and didn't have no money? Now the weed's legal mm -hmm. and that flush is coming in. So, I mean, it's like I said, smoking and drinking. I think those <clears throat> words was just highlighted. And in my mind, it took me to the T.I. song, you know, mm -hmm. putting that together, smoking and drinking. He could, in a professional setting, I could take myself and, and say some of these things w without saying smoking and drinking, you know, he's smart enough to do that. Those are key mm -hmm. words out there. And now what are we talking about? What he said and how it affects us in our community. So we do the, the seeds planted, you know, we, we ain't the only ones. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, for real. I mean, I see people at work who, I don't take my 15 minute breaks. That's designed for smokers. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't need no 15 minute break. I don't even take my half an hour break, which is, which is by law of mine, but that smoke break, oh, they go get that, they in the cold. So it ain't just us, we, mm -hmm. uh, Philip Morris, we ain't do all that, you know what I'm saying? But we have to hold ourselves accountable and be uh, be more disciplined, you know. Like when Cuz is talking about, um, we got to come up out of this better. This is a this is an incubation period. This is a cocoon. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You gonna come out a butterfly, or you gonna come out tore up? You know, mm -hmm. some people are gonna be tore up. Some people are gonna be in the best shape of their life because there's certain things that they're not going through every day that they've been going through, and mm -hmm. they're also not looking for strengths. You know. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a form of therapy right here. Or go get in your garden or do some, well, how do people uh, deal in a cell? You know what I'm saying? When you're locked down 23 hours out of the day and you get to walk, they walk for that hour. Left they off. Okay. What was you saying, Sean? I'll remember, go ahead and give that phone number out though. That's more important. <laughs> yeah, so, so, that, so when, you know, if you're having issues with, um, COVID-19, you know, dealing with it mentally and, and, and things like that. How could people reach out and get a, get some help? Right. Um, and I think there was a flyer out that said that you had to be COVID positive. That is not the truth. Anybody can call this number. Um, it's 545-5100. So your best thing is when you call that number, when you talk to the first person, you need to let them know that you you need food because then that's those would be those hot that they're actually calling they're actually calling siu school of medicine okay yeah so it's siu school of medicine calling um and then there's people that are there to dispatch i'm gathering information to see how i can so um my appeal would be on you know figure some out by yourself if you really feel like you're isolated or you feel like this is much and this is stressful there are people there that are willing to talk to you for free um, huge huge information right there are you are you guys seeing and are having people actually reach out and, and utilize the services we are we had to um there was 
some misinformation from at, from the from the governor. Um, and so we just had to correct that because a lot of people didn't know that one, we were there on weekends and a lot of people didn't know that um, you did not have to be COVID positive to utilize the resource. So we just, so we're redoing some things and we just want to get it out there to like, you know, if you need, again, if you're hungry, you need food, the SNAP is gone, you know, or you just need, you want some extra for some these kids because these kids home all day and they eat yeah you know we got that we can we can get that to you if we get some more um we're looking to get more supplies like gloves and masks and stuff and we can get those put together we'll have um we'll have some things that we can get though we can get those out to you we have blood pressure cuffs if you have you know hypertension if you need a glucose monitor we have if you need a thermometer we wow. have all those supplies to give to y'all. And speaking about um, when we were talking about the underlying medical conditions, um, I do teach two classes. I, I teach, um, that's one of my main jobs there, um, diabetes. I teach, I, like, I teach people about controlling their diabetes and, and asthma because a lot of people, a lot of our children, have asthma a lot of that and that stems from going into some things and talking to people at housing because some of these section eight houses some of these houses they got around here have mold and ain't nobody doing it and so then all of a sudden your child has asthma and now your child got to deal with the asthma and you don't know you don't deal with the child's asthma until they have an asthma attack and then by the time that you reach out to me to educate you it could be too late so um, I do those things too, and I do go out in the community. Once all of this is done, I'll be back out in the community because it is imperative. Uh, I can't even speak now. <laughs> it's important that you know. <laughs> Shut up, Sean. <laughs> well, talk, I'm, I'm just sitting here listening to you, and, you and I had no idea this was your uh, your line of work. And I'm sitting here like, I know this girl like 40 years. <laughs> You've known me all my life. <laughs> exactly. I'm saying I'm like, yeah. I mean, 44, and it's like I've known her 40 plus years of my life. Yeah. So I'm just sitting here like proud of you, though. That's what's up, though. You know. So, so, <laughs> so pizza is not good for people who have diabetes. I'm gonna let you answer that, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you answer that, unless you unless you get some gluten free, you know. Uh, Veggie pizza oh. with some it's not pizza. It's not with pizza. some non-dairy cheese or something like that on there, <laughs> like some vegan cheese. I can't say this. My A1C, they I was a borderline diabetic, and my One or two, two, much weight on drug protein. Only time to get it dealt with. No, <laughs> I just I just was a more of aware about what I'm eating, but. Now I'm very straightforward. This don't tell me that I gotta give up my ice cream. One hundred three dollars portion. What type um, of dressing? Um, you can you can make like olive oil and sprinkle olive. a little <laughs> little seasoning, a little Tony Saturin or something in the in the olive oil and put it on your. Put it so on a little your oil based, a little oil based on there. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's, it, so let, I'm just gonna get straight to the point because. <laughs> 
Get the leaves wet. Should it, should it be? Uh, is it better for, for me to use Italian than ranch? Because I, when you got, ch- I put chicken in my salad, and it just t- tastes better with ranch. And you grill your salad. You grill your chicken, yes. Not all the time, but okay. I don't ever. I never fry it. So it's baked. Okay, it's right. It's baked. Okay, okay. So it's and yeah. that's okay. And if you want to do Italian or you want to do ranch, is that something like, you know, there's some people that got some non-negotiables and that's okay. There's light Italian. There's light ranch. So I should be using light <laughs> stuff? You should be using light. Because I'm, I'm using all the same. I'm using the same ingredients. I'm just yes. eating more broccoli. Okay. More, I'm eating more greens and uh, trying to work out. You know, you can do. A, I mean, do you? They got ice cream. Aldi and get your vegan ice cream and eat all and eat that. I'm gonna try. It. I'm gonna try to. I think you should try it. It but wasn't bad. It just don't because vegan ice cream is ten dollars off top. So three dollar vegan ice cream sounds mm-hmm. like the bottom of the earth ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to somebody who used to eat their ice cream premium. Creamy, it's it's real ice cream. So, 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 are you saying that health is the healthy ice cream more expensive than the premium ice cream? Healthy ice cream is more than any ice cream. Anything. What? Healthy anything is boy. Get you a healthy uh burger. Cold food is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the dollar menu at McDonald's, and then you buy fruit. They're going to charge you a buck for this nonsense and charge you almost $3 for the, the, the fruit. Mm, and the real. Yeah. Yeah, them solids, them solids uh, from Chick-fil-A, $9, $9.50. You ain't lying. <laughs> so, the greens for about $9.50. I get it, but man, so I was going to make my own. So one thing they're starting to do is, um, you know, with the farmer's market, I think they're going to try and try to do it for summer. I don't know how that's going to work. They are. I believe they yeah. said they are doing like open air, um, allowing golf, you know, some things slowly that are more spacey like that. Golf course is going to be so packed if they do that. I'm going to go golf. Court in the summertime. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Charles, you going to go golf? I got next, man. Uh, it depends. Depends on who's out there. It depends on. But what that's what I'm saying. If if it's it, looking it, like, but it's gonna be deep. Mm-hmm. It's gonna I'm, be deep. I just want to drive the cart though, and I and I bring like <laughs> my, I bring like my boombox and you know or whatever. <laughs> get my YouTube. Get my you know play some music on my phone while we on the cart and stuff like that. They're gonna yeah, put I, it off. I will not golf <laughs> in, in the mask. I won't golf in the. If You're I have to golf use in a the mask, mask, if I if I have to use a mask, I'm not. Beam I, I, we just it's go. Like they could really say that, hey, if you don't have this vaccine, you can't go to work. Or they they'll do it. They'll do a soft stop one where it'd be like, you can't go to work with without gloves and a mask on. And if you show up to to work consistently with that mask and gloves on, they're gonna be like, you can't come to work. When they start period, unless you got that vaccine. When your health insurance is compromised, if you got that vaccine or not, and all of the all of the above, because then you're thinking about your shorty who's also on that insurance, right? 
compromise whether you not you take this vaccine or not. That's how you do it. What about the kids? That is that going to be a part? Is that going to be standardized? You know, you still got to get this other vaccines and all of this that they want you. Is this something that you're gonna have to get for your child to get into school? I've been doing all of that. I've been dealing with that just on his regular shots. Where it's mm -hmm. like I'm not getting all these shots. Spread this out. We're not mm -hmm. shooting six times and go home. He's gonna get a shot. We're gonna go home and we'll be back. He'll be all right. And he's been all right. I haven't I haven't had a I'm asthmatic, so they always tell me that uh that I have to get a flu shot. And I haven't got a flu shot since I my mom had made me go get it when I was living at home. I think the so, last flu shot I had when we when the lines, I think I know I got it at the fairgrounds and I was in a long ass line. And I was probably in elementary school. Yeah, I don't mess mm -hmm. around. Something, but I, yeah, had I definitely one. had one as an adult. No, mm -mm. And, and all it took was an episode of 2020 to see a girl she couldn't even function unless she was walking, running, or walking mm. backwards. No, <laughs> they, no. They, they really did show that, didn't they? they and it was terrible because mm. they they gonna say slow down and she man. <laughs> <laughs> Man. That's terrible. This, she she was a cheerleader in college, so she you know she was in better shape than I am. Yeah. No way. I'm not. <laughs> no way. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be a problem. That's I'm I'm more scared about that than that I is. Am. So how do you like how do you protect and support your family and make the right decision all at the same time? Amy, you're not a mm -hmm. hero until you die. So Nobody. I, right now, right now, I can tell you family ain't going to like the decision. They're going to be mm -hmm. like, well, you got to do this. Mm -hmm. It's, it's going to be tough. So, it's so, gonna be so tough. now you're working from home permanently. I don't know. But yeah. they, you know what I'm saying? Like, what That's do you what, do? What do you it do? It depends on what service yeah. you provide your job. Because a lot of people can work from home. Mm-hmm. Depends on what service you're providing. You know, are you on the computer? That can be done from the crib. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you ain't changing tires. But, <laughs> I mean, Shoot, but I think that's about the only thing I could do, though, is change some tires. Go, go on, on Jackson. <laughs> that's Jackson. What, hey, I mean, yeah. That's about the only way you can slang some DVDs. Yeah. I I gotta become a drug dealer. Oh God! I gotta sell what? I'm I gotta so be. It's gotta be my life. <laughs> what else do I do? What do you do when they tell you you can't go to work? You can't do nothing. You're in the underworld now. It's oh, yeah. it's demolition, man. You can't get any hamburgers <laughs> up here anymore. You gotta go. You can't start your own business. Well, I can do all things. Now you so, got now, but you already, you already know. <laughs> ain't ain't gonna be no food. <laughs> I can tell you that it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna be my cuisine. No, okay, it ain't gonna be any food. So it's so, gonna be digital marketing. That's about so, it. So, so to spin off of that, we've got five people in here, right? That's enough for a possible majority, or for a have, would have to have a majority. One at a time. I want to know. How many of you would, we'll just call it the chip. 
how many of you would get the chip if offered? Start with Charles. <laughs> so, so what do you mean by the chip? We're just calling the it the chip. No, the answer is no, but, <laughs> right. no, but I but I can see the, how the, the chip. But, but I can I, see a scenario where yeah. they can paint you into a corner where you have to make a decision that's easier than me just saying no like that. Yeah. Right. So absolutely not. But what if they said, you know, you definitely can't get insurance. Exactly. Unless you have it. And everybody's on my insurance right now. They all have pre-existing conditions anyway that would probably prevent them from being on picked up by other insurances without paying a ridiculous premium where I wouldn't be working anymore. So said chip becomes your identity, your, your, your identity. No. So no, it's I'm gonna not be doing it. I'm, I'm doing what Todd said. I apologize, but I guess I'm trying to be ghost at this point. Mm -hmm. I have a question, but isn't that kind of the same thing about the real ID? Isn't that supposed to, I mean, it's not like a chip because the chip is implanted, of course, but like with these real IDs that they're, making us get well i guess they're on standby because nobody's in the dmv now but that they were trying to push it has that same like that same information in it like it had more information about um like your social security number we knew all of that was in there and like your blood type but it had like but now it's supposed to have like all this stuff that where they can track you and stuff like that so that's why like my passport has a chip in it I'm right, like, why does my passport have a chip in it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, apparently yes. if I'm going, that, I'm just that's, going. That's exactly why I just called it the chip because it's, right. it, could, it, it could really be represented by anything. I'm calling it a chip for, mm -hmm. you know, the sake of argument, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. That, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, it was kind of a trick, kind of a trick question because I don't know if you're, we're going to get a choice in the matter we're not what she's saying but it's not going to be like so you speaking of the rfid chips those don't have a strong enough signal to conduct the information that's needed and right. required by what the conversation we're having so what that's going to do is we're going to go down this road so <laughs> <laughs> so take all of your electronics Mm -hmm. anything that's reading your health, your Apple watch, your phone, and all of the smart devices are equipped to do this now, and they will be going forward. It's going to be, that's why Bill Gates is being brought into this equation because Google and Apple, which cover all of the phones, and all of the electronics because you're either going to go to Google Play Store or the Apple Store to load any the electronic that you have. It's going to be a point where, yes, say I, I, I took the vaccination. I logged into this app saying that I did so. It tells me who's around me that has it or that has done the same thing as I have. So case in point, it's going to, you don't even have to do anything because since it, the app's not picking you up, I know you're not vaccinated. Wow. So it's backwards forcing your hand to be compliant because mm -hmm. everybody that's going to be compliant is going to know you're not compliant. Mm -hmm. 
You're a leper out here now. <laughs> for, real. for real. Stay away from me and my children. And now it's as simple as you technically didn't take the beast. You took a vaccine, but the phone is the beast. I've always felt that way. You don't need to put a chip in nobody. These phones go with us everywhere. Well, that's, that, that's, that's, the, that's the beauty for them of having a guy like Bill Gates on the team. Think about it. He sold a major product to the entire business world before already with Windows, with Microsoft. Mm -hmm. So now he has the technology and he knows the mechanics of getting a product to the mass. Rewind this whole thing four or five years ago, he opens up schools and, and hospitals in Africa, which would be what? What would be the fastest, quickest way that a, a virus could spread in a civilization? What would be the most populated place? A school. Mm -hmm. Other businesses don't have to be set up like Wall Street and these grandiose corporations, you could have a regular town, right? But the school is going to have the most people in it with the kids and staff. Kids. <clears throat> so there he can test that out on them and then he can try to heal them in the hospitals that he created. Monitoring. Mm -hmm. So he's got the whole operation that they've done in a place where we're not going to get any of that information from. Mm -mm. You gonna get you gonna get pictures of them asking to help them from food for food. Oh, they gonna be smiling next to him and Linda or Belinda, whatever her name is, cheesing like they doing great jobs over there. Now, them them people have been implicated in the most wicked treachery. <laughs> True that that you could even imagine. So not only was, you know, his name been found on the Jeffrey Epstein plane logs. I mean, <laughs> you, you name, you name them and they was, they've met with my man several times. And this is even more scary for me because I've been watching hunters on Amazon, and it's all about this. <laughs> it's just, it, it is. I mean, they they slanging it through corn syrup. <laughs> corn syrup's it, in a lot. Of stuff. Hey, anything yeah. is possible at this point. Like, I, there's nothing off of the table. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. any just idea that anybody it. is said or you know, anybody can get it. It's it's all possible, you know, because I know this at the end of the day, money is. No, the, the love of money and people love money mm -hmm. is the root of all evil. And what like the, people in the high positions don't. They take advantage of any crisis. Like. That's what they do. Like they well, figure you know, out what the crisis is. They they see it and they 
now we can make these if we want. Capitalize. For mm-hmm. sure. If you think about war, war, you create war, you can raise taxes. So it's beneficial and, it's, and, it, and it makes sense to make war. How many wars have we been in as a country? You know what I'm saying? So how much of it has been our business? But we still go to war and we raise taxes and we raise funds. What's well, our military you, looking like? And what's you, our education looking like? If you want to change something, you got to disrupt it first. Oh, man. Destroy the build. Mm-hmm. You got to destroy the build. So like like I was saying, those those things that we spoke about earlier that were being stressed, you know, those are things that all need addressed. Mm-hmm. The banking, you know, the money's been funny for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, the education system needs reevaluated. Yeah. You know, we have a overpopulation of people that are educated that can't get jobs. Like, you know, that's that's a problem. And they're in debt. College degree and yeah. technical job. You know, and oh, then don't a, even a, say th- nothing to me. Then a pandemic like this causes a scenario where it, it turns people into crabs where you have people that are going out working and then people that were laid off or unemployed now that are making more money than the people that are working that might even be making more money than they was when they were working. And people mm-hmm. know that and it causes hostility amongst everybody. Yeah. Yeah, you change when really it's nobody's yeah. business. That's true. And people forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, everybody's counting up everybody's pockets right now because there's nothing to do. What right. did you? Hey, cuz, hold on though. Folks are spending $200 on shoes still though. Hey, and that's what's crazy <laughs> to me. Like, it's, they're, they're spending, they're buying shoes like there was not in the middle of a pandemic. You can wear them in the house. Where, you, where are we going? And that, that, that's another thing too. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? And I, man, it's it's tough. It's tough. I do wish I could get a haircut though, so bad. This hat is gonna be on for about. <laughs> it's gonna grow into. Hey. Oh man! <laughs> true, true, true story. I haven't seen dreads without that hat. Man, that hat is gonna be since on. quarantine started. Because <laughs> I didn't. I. I said uh, about a week ago, soon I'm going to turn into the Lion King, and today it's come to pass. I am the Lion King, but you'll (laughs) never see it on camera. (laughs) I'll tell you what, from the time since Sean showed up to the podcast, (laughs) full main. (laughs) <laughs> the neck hair get long on the neck oh. <laughs> it's, I'm gonna take a cut I wake up in the morning I my garden, I cut my grass I'm, I mean I just, I stay outside I take walks with the little dude on his big wheel and I just, I mean I just try to take advantage of just being, you know mm-hmm. and try not to worry about, you know and I don't, summertime I get paid Cause I've already earned the money. They 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 take it and put it up, and then they pay you out throughout the summer. So I'm cool on that tip. I mean, I didn't. Both cars got full tanks of gas. 
Oh, <laughs> talk about that. Ma- right. What? what? What is gas right now? Wasn't it negative? About- 32. <laughs> it was negative money a couple of days ago. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> it was. It was, a, it was know, a negative. I have. Uh, I've only in this. How long? Because we've been you know off. We've been off of, <laughs> my wife is putting gas in my car, like for no reason. I'm like, why? It's full. It has. It's not anywhere. She's I haven't. Let me fill you up. I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> Two dollars later, my tank I'm full. Up since I've only filled my tank up one time since we've been off of work. One yes. time. It's to the point where it costs them more to. <laughs> run business than mm-hmm. for you to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> they have to give it away before you could buy it to make it even mean anything. Man. And I went to the I went to the gas station. I mean I go to, over to the high V because I like to get my little change off. But uh yeah and I see people over there they stockpiling dude was over there he he put his gas in his gas can then he put it in his tank. And then he pulled out. He pulled out another gas can and that's this. And put it up. It, that's that same dude who got all the doggone toilet paper. Yup. <laughs> what is it? it? Got, a got a garage of gas. Got a garage of gas. One uh, flame. Somewhere. Done. Go ahead. <laughs> out of done. there. <laughs> he can't even. Because it's, wa- it's cheap. I'm gonna buy some fuel. <laughs> He can't even watch the last air airbender in this house because it's gonna it spark something. <laughs> <laughs> you can't watch all them TVs off because we <laughs> the heat from the TV. <laughs> oh man, no endangering your family, sir. Yeah, all sir. that gas. Gasolina. Mm-hmm. People and just, I just watched him do it, and he he just smiled. I was like, "Hey, I mean, I guess if that's what you." And do. he ain't going to cut no grass. No grass. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not a lawnmower. You probably because I was just about to say that too. That he's maybe he cuts grass, but no, he, he don't cut grass. Guns and grass. Storing it. He, he ain't cutting nobody's <laughs> grass. Gasoline. <laughs> you got that generator at home? That's probably. Hey, yeah, that's it might be. <laughs> He's like, y'all laughing. Yeah. I got power over it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's true. Matter of fact, hey, it was so crazy that the, this has made my spending a lot different. Like, mm-hmm. I'm buying house appliance stuff. I'm trying to do that. And, uh, what, like, I plan on trying to take, karate, like, karate <laughs> lessons karate? after this. Oh, okay. Like, when this is done, I, I'm t- I now need to learn how to flip somebody just in what? case you run in the crib. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm thinking of different ways that I never thought of to spend my money. Ms. Jones, don't take him seriously. Look, I'm serious. I'm serious about that. <laughs> hey, this is what I'm okay. about. Though. I'm, what? I, what? But I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you said that, Todd. I, that I, I'm I'm I truly am because yeah. this is a time yeah. where it's important to be reflecting on things on yourself, trying to improve on things that you know you should have touched sooner, or maybe you hadn't even thought of it until you had this time to slow you down. Maybe you was living a high paced life that 
you couldn't slow down and you was just going, you was going to your appointments, you was going to work and you was executing. This is a perfect time to, to, to slow it down and reflect on the things that is most important and valuable to you. Because like everything we said in the past hour, there's going to come a point in time where you don't have to make an important decision here in the near future. And it's going to be life or death situation. You can't believe every, anything that you see on the TV. You got to be able to see something on TV, see something in your environment or atmosphere, and you better be able to process that into your own reality and make sense for what's going on with you and yours. I do have to say this time has given me um, some time to like not only reflect on myself, but I've been expanding my portfolio, my financial portfolio, which I've been meaning to like sit and like go through and stuff. So I've started doing a lot of, um, I'm in the stock market now. I bought me, I've been buying me some shares and stuff. I'm learning about all of that. And I keep saying, I was like, I want to learn how to do that, you know? And then like, I've been saving money because I buy grocery and I don't want to go out. I don't eat out a lot. I, you know, by we doing this social stuff, I can't go out to eat with any of my friends. So I'm sitting here, I got like, I was like, man, I didn't know I spent this much money on going out to eat. Cause you know, you look and I was like, wow, this is extra money coming from. And I was like, oh. Wine girl, <laughs> the hawk. Huh? <laughs> I see you at the hawk. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm there frequently. I'm, I'm a We do have those go. habits and don't pay attention because we're able to. Yeah. That's our that's a community issue with us too. Like like Cus said, you buying shoes for two hundred dollars, and, and you can't even walk outside in them for real. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like you you exactly right, T. You buying two hundred dollars shoes and praying that that twelve hundred stimulus come in. Oh, and then you buy them two hundred dollars shoes and the stimulus don't come in. And it don't come. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I spend 200 on shoes, we're going to call them tires, and they're going on the truck. Man, I'm telling you. I, I, yeah. man, I, I just bought man, four tires. Shoes, tires. Oh, four <laughs> tires hurt. Four what? tires hurt. It definitely Six, does. Six hundo. It was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with? Well, um, I was glad to be. I'm glad I could be on here, too. I like y'all. Y'all cool. Um, <laughs> appreciate you. <laughs> and y'all know stuff, like, for real, for real. And I appreciate that. Um, well, actually, no. Well, with y'all, y'all just keep doing what y'all doing, you know. We listen. We, uh, I learn. So I say y'all do an excellent job. And again, I think I've already made my, my appeal is that if people, if you need help, please talk to somebody. Hit that number again. One more time for him. Okay, it's 545-5100. And you can call there from 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, and 9 to 5 on Saturday and Sunday. Area code 217? 217. And it doesn't, the only area we don't really do is Cook County, because we have, we do all the state of Illinois. We really don't do Cook County, but we can hook you up with somebody who does, but we have hubs here in Springfield, Carbondale, Quincy, Decatur, and East St. Louis. Mm. I'm glad you're on East St. Louis. Me too. 